In this episode of One to One, I have a conversation with Andre Riley, CRO and Head of Growth at Arcade. We discuss how employee engagement plays a pivotal role in improving customer experience and how businesses can foster an engaging work culture. Andre, thanks for thanks for joining us today. Before we get started, why don't you tell us a little bit about your role at the company and how Arcade strives to make a difference in the workplace culture? Yeah, absolutely. I am the chief revenue officer here at Arcade and also head of growth. Um, I focus on helping the overall growth of our business and um, expanding our reach out there. Um, here at Arcade, we are a performance engagement solution um, that integrates directly with businesses' core solutions and creating and driving engagement, increasing productivity, and driving culture, utilizing gamification. And so I see the sign over your over your shoulder there around Mamba mentality. How do you how does that kind of play in, in the overall culture that, that you're trying to really build at, at Arcade? I'm glad you kind of pointed that out, but it's definitely a huge uh, mantra of mine. Um, for those of you guys that don't know, the Mamba mentality is a mantra by Kobe Bryant. Um, you know, rest in peace to him. But it's, you know, when we look at a lot of the work and we look at the efforts in business and a lot of things in that, they're so synonymous with sports, right? Because it takes practice, it takes his hard work and just that, that effort to put in the, the type of work that's necessary to become the best part of yourself. And so when we think about that mama mentality, it's having that mentality to strive to be the best part of yourself. Um, really working hard and putting in all the effort to hone in on whatever your craft is um, and really putting in that strong effort there. When you look at some of the greatest sports leaders out there from Kobe Bryant to Michael Jordan and different ones out there, you always find one thing about them is that their work ethic is, you know, far surpasses a lot of their peers around them. And that is what makes them great is the amount of time, effort and work that they put in their home and their craft and just the overall drive and determination that they want to be the best. And to me, that's just something uh, mantra that every person, no matter what your profession is, no matter what your goals are, you can really strive to become the best part of yourself. And that's something we you know, look at here at Arcade. Um, helping helping those team members and individuals and companies strive to become the best, finding different ways that we can maximize the performance out of every individual team member, every team, the culture, everything around that is how do we look at the data and how can we create fun, incentivized ways to drive that performance and maximize the overall uh, productivity amongst individual employees. Hopefully your Dallas Cowboys can start living that mama mentality soon too. <laughs> I think they're struggling on that. And that is definitely a struggle there, but hopefully we can get to it. Um, we may need to get Jerry Jones to hone in on that in order for that to start there. So, <laughs> All right, cool. Let's, <laughs> why don't you help me understand, you know, you know, always being an advocate for, uh, for customer loyalty and it's starting with, with employee engagement. Can you shed some light on on how a culture of reward can reinforce customer loyalty and increase customer retention? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, as we think about and we look at customer loyalty and customer retention, um, it all starts with your business. It all starts with the experience that those customers get when interacting with your uh, business. And a lot of that comes from your employees, making sure that they're upholding the cultures and values that you instill within your business and it really comes down to making sure those employees are engaged and have an effort in striving to provide that um, great customer experience. And when we think about that, it's really making sure that your employees are engaged, making sure that they're motivated throughout these different things. 
Um, we've seen so many brands out there today that we look at that we know as the top brands for customer experience, whether that's ranging from Chick-fil-A to Southwest Airlines, people know and know that experience. And that experience all starts with how they're interacting with those frontline employees, the service and the quality that they get when making that purchase or having that experience. And, you know, that comes from instilling that culture from the top down, um, making sure that employees are withholding and following the guidelines that you have in your business and making sure that they're providing those unique experiences. Um, but you, in order to do that, you have to make sure your employees are engaged, making sure they're informed and knowing um, what the goals are and how to keep employees and how to keep uh, customers really focused on that overall experience and providing that great experience with them. Um, you know, creating different incentives, creating games around these type of things helps drive that culture, making sure that you're continuously reinforcing it throughout the day and throughout the month and throughout the periods of time within those employees. Um, and that's something that we see as a great starting point when customers and, and brands are trying to build that great user experience and that great customer experiences. You have to make sure your team members are withholding that. And it's just all about keeping them focused, keeping them uh, engaged and knowing the core values that they're trying to instill with that and then reinforcing that over and over again um, and continuously creating ways that they can reinforce that type of information. Let's go a bit deeper on that, uh, on the topic of creating an engaging work culture. Uh, would love to hear your thoughts on how to build a motivated sales culture uh, that not only boosts productivity of your customer facing teams, but also ultimately improves that customer experience. Yeah. You know, when we look at it, um, you know, it, it all starts with the KPIs, right? Really understanding what the outcome that you want in your business and then kind of leading that back to reinforcing the behaviors that you want within that culture and those teams. And the way we look at that here at Arcade is we really focus on micro incentives, um, creating contests and creating ways that we can spiff and incentivize reps for withholding those different values and creating those different experiences that you want within your uh, company. Um, and when we think about that micro incentives it's, and you think about contests, those are always great ways that you really drive a fun culture in your workforce, making work fun um, and creating a motivating environment within that. And when you think about these KPIs, it's like really as a business leader, you have to look at what are the actions and outcomes that you want. And sometimes that can mean simply as getting customer reviews. Um, a lot of times the businesses are striving to have their employees ask for these reviews from customer experiences you know, and kind of reinforcing that. But at different times you look and you go, hey, you know, guys, you're not asking for these views. We're not getting the number of views that we want each month. And a lot of times it comes from just team members forgetting and not doing that. By creating small games and incentives and contests around this, you can really uphold that where you create that level of competition um, and really track those micro incentives to where you're rewarding team members for every day that they get a new review and making that uh, an incentive around that and tracking that data and really honing in on those KPIs and metrics there. Um, even when we look at going down to just revenue and we look at targets like that within a business, um, creating micro incentives and behaviors that lead to the outcomes that you want and creating these fun contests, whether they're daily, weekly, monthly contests that really help strive and reinforce this motivation within your employees. Um, and what we found is that when you have employees that are happy, when they're making work fun and they're looking at the KPIs and metrics and not just looking at it as a big goal, but looking at it as a fun, actionable activity, 
you really start to see tremendous results within your organization. Um, and that's something that we really like to see. And that's something that we've seen across the board when team members use Arcade and really start to create these different KPIs and micro incentives and games that really foster that culture and that environment within there. And when we think about these rewards and these incentives, these aren't necessarily just monetary incentives. These can be simply recognition. Um, every team member is motivated in different ways. Some people are motivated by the money side of things. And some people are motivated by just wanting to be recognized for the behaviors and actions that they're doing. And that's something that we've implemented. And what really helps drive the performance within our SDR and BDR teams is that it's a daily contest for them. Every day that they're making calls, every day they're doing these actions, it becomes a contest where they're seeing the leaderboard on who's the top performer for that day. And even at times when they don't hit that goal for that day, we also have another incentive and in, uh, within that same KPI that's measured on a weekly basis. So, you know, you may have that rep who just has a bad day, but they're able to make up the difference, you know, in a couple of different days to be able to hit that target for the week. So it's really, you know, your view on the micro incentives is, you know, incentivize the behavior to allow for the desired outcome for, for the business. Absolutely. Absolutely. So that's a great yeah. way to, a great way to look at things. I think that's something that whether you're a, a, a wireless dealer you know, a sales leader in other industries. I think that's a that's a very relevant topic of, you know, focus on the big picture, but <laughs> kind of chunk it down into bite sized pieces where you know the reps and the, your team are really focused on the right activities to drive the outcomes. Yep, that's cool. Exactly, and that's that's really what it's about. You know, focusing on those right activities, and you know, even as you think about things, um, and a lot of your inside sales teams and different sales organizations, sometimes the data becomes a, a, a big piece, right? making sure that the team members are enriching the data. That alone is a KPI and game and incentive that you can run is that each time they update a record, each time they get a quality verified email or whatever that contact information may be, there's an incentive around that. And that's how we look at it is motivating the actions that lead to the outcomes of your business and KPI goals. You highlighted uh, one example from a customer that was focused on driving more more surveys. Do you have any, any other examples of how your customers have used Arcade to really drive other results? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, as we think about the frontline retail sales, particularly in the wireless space, um, we, you know, right now, um, we just actually did a webinar the other week around running holiday contests. So many different retailers right now are focused on pushing a lot of their products and a lot of different incentives that they have going on for end of the year. Um, this is a, a, a hot time where consumers are out there in the market making purchases and really being able to capitalize on that. And so, um, we've had several people um, that were able to create these holiday games and really make them fun where we kind of theme it around, you know, reindeer games, uh, you know, 12 days of Christmas type way of looking at that where there's 12 days of an actual behavior where maybe you want to move a, a particular product like, let's say, maybe the Samsung Galaxy or something like that or a particular phone where these reps and we had one where they created that as a daily game where the activities are around that and they kind of spiff the reps on a higher amount for every single one of those they sold per day. Now, obviously for the business, that was a key thing in a product that they wanted to move based on inventory. Um, and they were really able to accomplish that goal where they exceeded their uh, store sales across six different locations by simply having that game built around that, but also making it 
fun and kind of in theme with what's going on now in this current um, in this current time period when we think about the holidays. Um, and so running little games like that, we've seen really help move the needle. Um, and so that's something you can do just really based on a particular product and inventory number there. And that's what a lot of our clients are doing as they increase that and tracking where they're hitting those goals and hitting those targets. And they're seeing performance for individuals just exceed and get higher and higher as they, you know, as they look at those leaderboards and they get competitive with each other. That's really cool. Uh, really great example. You know, frontline teams, whether it's in retail and in, in auto and in other industries, tend to have a, a very unique insight into their local customer base. Um, how can can we as sales leaders implement an internal feedback loop so that they're, you know, our customer facing teams are able to regularly update us about what's happening at the ground level? Yeah, you know, that's a good question, Scott. Um, and that's a constant challenge as sales leaders as you look at that is like, how do you kind of create that that feedback loop? And, and some of the successes that we've seen in the way that we really approach this is, you know, as a sales leader, being specific with your team about what you're trying to know, right? Really helping establish to your uh, frontline sales teams specific details about what you're looking for, specific measurements. Um, try not to do too many different things. Um, you know, whether you're trying to get feedback about a particular product or a particular experience that a customer may have, you know, hone in on what that is. Um, arm your team with specific details that you want to know and allow them to go, you know, allow a period of time where you're going to measure that, whether it be a week or 30 days that you're asking a specific measurement you want them to give details about and then provide a full loop around that. I think that as you ask these team members different questions and they provide this feedback, one of the key things is, is taking that information, implementing and making some type of change or providing some type of feedback or a loop around back to them as far as what you're doing with that information and how that information is gonna help pivot your business or help improve certain processes. I think that's a key thing is communication and providing feedback back to those team members as far as what you're doing with the info that they're giving you. Um, that, way they, that way they understand the why behind it and they're not just doing what you ask, but they understand why you're doing that. And then they can kind of see how that makes improvements amongst your organization and amongst your company. That's a, that's a great answer. And so in your experience, what has worked best to, you know, communicate that back to the, to the frontline, you know, they're pushing the feedback up, up the, up the chain. How do you, how have you as a sales leader pushed kind of the feedback back down to help them understand what's been done? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'll take in for example, our, our organization itself and looking at our team, um, you know, even when we think about the sales process that our customers, they go through, and our reps are continuously talking with these customers and providing feedback about the product and certain features and certain things that comes up a lot during a presentation or during a demo. Um, as they gather this information, we're able to understand the quality of that. Um, in particular, we have, you know, as we work with several different business units, we have a chat built into the arcade platform that allows for team members to communicate across just like they would in a lot of other chats like um, Slack or Microsoft Teams. And one of the biggest things we saw throughout our sales process is a lot of companies, you know, already had a chat solution rolled out in their business. Um, so being able to look at this and roll out RK to look at something where they have to replace their chat communication, you know, became kind of a sticky point where, you know, it kind of held up a little of that process and slowed down that sales cycle around that. 
Um, so we kind of looked into that. And one of the things we went back to our product team, discussed it, and we ended up developing an integration where we can actually push our data directly into Microsoft Teams and Slack. Um, and so being able to roll out something like that and being able to do a project like that, which is, you know, built directly on the feedback coming from our frontline sales teams um, and knowing that, hey, here's where I'm having challenges. Here's one of the objectives that we're getting throughout our sales experience is, you know, teams and companies don't want to have to remove a particular communication channel that they have. You know, so rather than forcing them to be on that, we look at it and says, well, let's just go where they're already at. Let's go where they're already communicating and let's push data and communication directly into that. And so I think that's one way that we see that. And and I think in any company, as you constantly evolve and you're creating that um, unique product or you're creating a, a great user experience, it's all about gathering that feedback directly from your teams. And then whether it be from product development or just overall process change, implementing and rolling that out and then providing that to them. And our team was really excited and motivated that they were the cause of us creating an entirely new product line that's developed an initiative around our company and business, and then able to see the results and the outcome of that, which are still continuously happening. But that was all driven through the feedback coming from our frontline um, sales teams. Yeah, I think any tech company has to rely on their sales team quite a bit to uh, to understand really what's what's going on in the market and, and what some of those roadblocks are to to closing some deals. Um, mm -hmm. And I think even you know when I think of Statflow, there's some examples from you know our customers frontline and them providing feedback around, hey, here's what customers are saying or not saying when they're interacting with them through one to one text. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, I'll even look at you know from our customer standpoint as well. Um, you know, here at Arcade, we're, you know, we're collecting a lot of data about organizations and we're able to, you know, gamify that data, track the results of how that impacts their business. And one of the key things that we've gotten from a lot of our customers is really providing insight to a lot of that data. And so one of the initiatives that our team is working on now is as we collect data across several different organizations, different business units, we're able to provide best practices that maybe you can take from a SaaS company or maybe you take from a different industry that other retailers or other industries can understand and see, here's how others are doing this, here's how they're taking this feedback and data points, and here's how it's impacting their business. So, you know, that's one thing that we're doing is collecting a lot of data, providing analytics and best practices back to our clients so they can have ideas and different ways that they can think about being innovative and creative around how they're moving the needle in their business. Um, and it's, you know, again, that was driven through customer feedback, um, having that open loop there where customers are able to have requests working with their success managers and those success managers being advocates of the customers. That's one thing that we pride ourselves on and that I really hold true with our success team is that, look, you guys are the customer advocates. Your job is to go to battle and go fight for what these customers need, what they want to see improve and how we can make that better for them and how we can continuously improve our product to be the best overall to meet the needs for them. That's it's almost bang on to the stat flow story the last number of years and our, our adoption and stickiness really shot forward when we had the data to back up the numbers and, mm -hmm. and really worked yeah, absolutely. with our, really worked with our customers and, and had them treat us as trusted advisors to help them grow their business versus just us trying to sell our wares. And I think that that was the, the inflection point for us as a company a couple of years ago when we had, all the data to back up what we had been telling our customers or prospects and then mm -hmm. working with our customers and prospects saying, okay, how do we leverage all this? 
and help you earn a lot more money or retain more customers, whatever the, the problem of the month was, and really ensure that they were part of their business versus just kind of being this other vendor that they're trying to deal with. So, yeah. it's, so you talk about processes uh, and customer engagement. How do you think sales leaders should should build that that customer engagement process that you know isn't perceived as a chore by the front line, uh, but really seen as a sales enablement that's that's going to help themselves and their teams? Yeah, you know, I think that's where you know, as I mentioned kind of earlier about the ability to create games around certain action behaviors around things like data enrichment or just logging or documenting certain things that you may need to have within the, within your uh, sales and overall customer experience process. Um, I think as you communication is important, you know, giving the why that's a big thing I'm, I'm big on is as I talk to my team and tell them certain tasks, it's not just telling them to do it because I'm saying to do it, but there's a why behind it. And I think as a leader, it's important to communicate that the why and how, what you're asking them to do, how that impacts and how that information is being utilized throughout that. And so you can create games that are just simple things as far as data entry or tracking certain metrics or updating certain things within your systems and creating different games and incentives around that, that, Hey, if you update this stuff, if you're going to close a deal, or if you're going to, you know, um, get a customer, if you have not done this action, then it doesn't necessarily count, right? You may get commission, but Hey, there may be an extra bonus that you can get. If you've discovered this question, if you ask, maybe a certain particular thing about um, your product or whatever it may be. Um, those are ways that we see it really helping um, kind of drive that and where, you know, it doesn't become a chore. It becomes kind of a necessary that, hey, these are all integral parts in helping us accelerate the growth of our business or helping us accelerate the overall customer experience. Yeah, it makes a ton of sense. Again, going micro and, and make sure the folks on the right stuff. What's your take on creating a personalized customer experience, even with the the major shift to to digital channels in this COVID era? Yeah, you know, I think number one is something that you have to do, right? The unique customer experience is vital to your business. And in my opinion, as you create those unique experiences, they become great content and great um, assets to help in your digital uh, footprint out there, right? They help create and help build that exposure and help really give your marketing department content that they can help uh, shed light on. You know, um, one of our coworkers here, we were talking the other day about, you know, again, I always talk about Chick-fil-A and that overall experience. Recently, they did a commercial where they had Ellie, the golden retriever, who during COVID, you know, they had a uh, had a guy who would come to a Chick-fil-A and obviously because of COVID and the, uh, you know, level of interaction you have, he would send his golden retriever off to the Chick-fil-A rep they would hand them the bag, the golden retriever, bring it back. That experience in itself, they then turned into a national commercial that highlight that brand. And so it's things like that, that you're seeing ways that you're taking these unique experiences where that particular store, that particular frontline rep, you know, kind of knew what to do and kind of went along with it of giving that dog that bag. And it became an experience every single time, which now becomes great content for your marketing team to really build a lot of that hype on these digital channels. So for me, as I look at it is those unique customer experience really help broaden and help expand upon what already is happening in the digital channels and really finding unique and creative ways that you're helping your brand stand out and how you're pivoting to the changing times that we're all experiencing today. 
and being unique about that. And I think that's the differentiator with a lot of businesses is how are you going to take what challenges we get thrown in front of us and, you know, create new product lines, unique experiences around all of that. And I think we've seen that happen during COVID with a lot of different companies out there who are now, you know, were forced to have to create unique product ideas and unique ways in a business. And then all of a sudden they're realizing, wow, this is actually very profitable. This is very successful and it becomes a unit. But sometimes it is economic changes that force us as leaders to have to reevaluate our approach and how we're doing that. Um, but I think those unique experience in itself with those customers become great ways in helping you identify some of these in a more um, rapid way. That's, I love that summary. I think it's, you nailed it around, you know, how do you leverage those stories to, to sell what, what Arcade or Statflow or Chick-fil-A, whoever it is to sell the value of, of those brands. I think, you know, we've, we've relied heavily on our customers to be our biggest advocates. You know, you'll see on our website, we have a whole whack of different testimonials, mm-hmm. case studies, et cetera. And that, I think that's the way to really, for us, that's been the way to really win over future customers as well as existing customers of letting our customers speak on our behalf versus us just talking. So I think that's, that's really cool and, and really make sure that's yeah. t- catered to that yeah. personalized experience. Yeah. And another thing, uh, ex- uh, example I give is actually with a, a, a customer of ours. Um, so obviously with the arcade platform, you know, we're gamifying the different data and incentives around, um, these frontline workers. And as they start to accumulate what we call tokens, which essentially, uh, a value amount that they have associated to them. These individual reps now have the ability to save up their tokens, save up all their incentives and be able to spend them and make purchases how they want, whether they're going online to our rewards market store where they can make purchases over thousands of gifts that they can buy instantly. You're giving the power to those frontline workers that let them purchase what they want. They all have individual goals. And we actually had a rep about a year ago who saved up all their tokens and took their family on a vacation to Disney World. And that experience alone was that. And that really, you know, for the frontline managers, the owners of this business, they were really touched by that experience that they were able, that this rep was able to save up from all the different action behaviors they did every single day. And they were able to take that hard work that they did and turn it into a memorable experience for him and their family to be able to go on this trip to pictures and everything there. And so it's things like that, that I think that another, as we think about customer experience from our standpoint, another great way that just, you know, drives joy for us and our team, where we're able to see that, um, where these team members are able to fulfill dreams and, and just goals of theirs um, that they want to fulfill by, you know, setting these targets and setting out and just striving to hit that. I think that's a great way to finish this, uh, this conversation off, uh, before we, before we sign off here, uh, where can the folks that are listening to this find you and if they want to connect? Uh, yeah, absolutely. So number one, you can find us, uh, to contact arcade. We're at www.rk.co. That's arcade.co. Um, as well as you can find me on LinkedIn. It is Andre dash Riley. Um, that's A-N-D-R-E dash R-I-L-E-Y. Um, feel free to connect with me on LinkedIn. More than happy to meet with anyone out there who wants to kind of learn a little bit ways of how they can drive engagement within their team um, and ways that they can help increase KPIs within an organization. Uh, love to speak with them, just really bounce ideas off with them and really give them success stories that we're seeing across our clients 
and how we're helping our team alone um, hit some of these initiatives as well. That's awesome. This is super insightful for me, Andre. Thanks for uh, thanks for joining us today. Absolutely, Scott. Thank you guys for having me. Really enjoyed this. As always, thanks for tuning in. If you're a fan of One to One, be sure to give us a five-star review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast app. Catch you next time.